Triple Whale has just launched a simple finance platform called FinHub, and I'm already loving it. One simple dashboard for all the tools and accounts you're already using, so you can gain clarity with your consolidated data, your real-time cash flow, your accrual P&Ls. It's designed to help those brands that are built on Shopify to operate smarter. So go over to triplewhale.com and check it out. We have Juliana, the queen, the CLTV lady from LinkedIn. You've probably seen her. If you missed episode one, she shared four tactical ways that any brand, well, larger brands can increase their CLTV. If you're if you're a smaller brand just getting started, it's all very useful, important things to keep track of. But once you start to have higher revenues, you really do start to see that difference and those incremental changes are so much bigger. So welcome back, Juliana. We're gonna go through steps five through eight to increase your CLTV. Awesome, let's do it, let's do it, let's do it. Cool, so we are here talking about the fifth step, the customer journey, right? Mm -hmm. You have to focus on the customer journey. So to understand customer journey, you have to map it out. If you don't have a team or if you don't have that many people on your team, you you should as I actually encourage brand owners to buy from themselves and see, you know, what are all those touch points that they have post-purchase. A lot of people don't know, right? Mm -hmm. So buy from yourself right now and see, what emails are you getting? What's your welcome series? If you, you know, check how are you being treated from a customer perspective. So customer journey mapping means analyzing all these touch points that your company has with your customers. So you have to identify how, uh, you have to identify how customers feel after buying from your store. Was it a positive or a negative experience? And if it was like how positive or how negative, mm-hmm. then you have to decide to treat people based on their value that you know they give to your business so i say just to sum it up on this point customer experience is your product right you cannot sleep you can have the best tools the best automation the best ads the best design the best product pages if your customer experience post purchase is shit no one is going to come back and purchase from you again you can do carousels or spin the wheels and gamification and whatever people will not care so don't slack on customer experience map your journey and deliver value at every touch point of your customer's journey and i think that fun things are fun like gamification like spin to win when you have a good experience otherwise it just becomes to to drop another office reference it becomes shibuya roll call and there's (laughs) nothing worse than forced fun yeah, like it, it's super important. And again, like the biggest KPI to watch for customer lifetime value is customer experience. So don't sleep there. Deliver that amazing, you know, value. Like you deliver your brand's value at every touch point. Remind those people, why did they buy from you? Why are they keep on buying from you? And why they shouldn't stop, you know, buying from you? Mm-hmm. So the sixth step, the sixth step is to shift your focus from new customer acquisitions to ideal customer acquisition. So what I'm saying is this, if you do the segmentation that I was talking about in the first uh, episode, 
If you do this segmentation, you identify your ideal customers, your soulmates, your VIPs, whatever you want to call them, based on that data, you can help your marketing team improve the targeting that you do. You know, you can do great retargeting campaigns, you can do lookalike audiences that resemble your best customers and not the average ones. Instead of relying only on Google Ads, what I don't know, Facebook right now, it's not going to be your friend. You have to inform you know, all these algorithms that you're using for, you know, uh, doing acquisitions about the customers that you need. So if, when you do this RFM segmentation, don't stop and be happy with quantitative data only. Like data is great, mm -hmm. but data without context is nothing. So you have to focus on do, doing qualitative research to understand better why these people are staying with you. So you are you should focus on the people that already took the decision, not on the ones that didn't take the decision. So identify the, the soulmates group and do uh, I like to, you know, I like to promote the jobs to be done methodology, mm -hmm. interview these people, understand the context, the struggles, the trade-offs that they do, and why do they buy from you. And once you know that your marketing team is going to be able to communicate better with, you know, potential customers on all your channels, right? So do smarter acquisitions. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Juliana, let's take it home with points seven and eight. And I think the jobs to be done methodology and finding your ideal customer profile, we're, we're going to have to save a little bit more of that for, for an episode in a few weeks. Oh yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. I would, I would probably talk nonstop about that because I'm, a, I'm a big, big yeah, advocate. I, I could go ask you a question on that. Go get my burrito that Uber Eats dropped off and is waiting for me. Come back, finish it, and you'd still be talking about it. Yeah, exactly. Because it's cool, man. And shouts to Bob Moista. And the the seventh step, right? So let's talk about ongoing optimization. So you do the segmentation. You do the qualitative research. You, you do the customer journey mapping, you do everything. Now that you have all this data in your backyard, you have to do optimization. You have to optimize the website experience, the post-purchase experience, the email marketing, the advertising. And the most important part, <sighs> empower your customer support team. I cannot believe how much the e-commerce industry is sleeping on customer support. Like they are the most underused resource in a company. So customer support people are a resource and a revenue center. They're not a cost center. So if you have a customer support team, you are sitting already on this data because they are the only ones talking to your customers, right? So empower your customer support team to, to you know, help you gather this information about your customers more in all the conversations that they have and listen to them because they are the ones that are you know are are you know in touch with reality and the truth they know your customers frictions your issues your biggest problems so to continue optimizing this having all this data right now fix your positioning across all channels you know you it doesn't matter what job you have inside the company you have to, doesn't matter, you know, the, the channel that you use. Use this data, right, to position your brand as a safe spot for people to shop in. Because it, people, that's, they don't need much. They just want to feel safe to buy. So instead of letting them go on Amazon because, you know, it's convenient and safe for them, you can create that safe space inside your company based on all the data you collect and based on empowering your customer support team. And the eighth but not last step. Orchestrate personalized campaigns on all the channels. You have to focus on that. 
you have to identify from you know one to one to eight point i just said basically understand your customers in one word right understand your customers understand the value that they bring to your business and optimize the relationship you have with them on all the channels based on your learnings i promise you if you would do this and if you want to talk to me about this to give you the long go on this if you increase your retention rate with just one percent that's like 20 percent at least in your revenue Mm-hmm. And this is just super quick fixes and you don't need a tool and you don't need nothing, but you know, just a switch in the mindset and the way you are seeing success. Oh, I love it. And I could, it's, it, it's moments like this where I'm re- regretting having a really short form uh, e-commerce podcast, but uh, you gave so many takeaways there. I, I really, I think the title of the episode is going to be make, make your buyers feel safe because when you're no longer worried about and it can be so little as the environmental impact of returning a shirt because it's too small or big and you don't want it to go to landfills. Customers just stop buying from you because they, they don't want it to deal with the return process, even if it's free and easy. And I'm always a huge advocate for customer support. Uh, might be bringing on a customer support sponsor down down the road, but it's you're supporting your customers to make the right purchase. Like how, how, how is that a, a cost center? So Juliana, thank you so much for swinging by. You've got a podcast. Where can people find, find you and where can they learn a little bit more about these eight steps if they do want to go into more detail? So people can find me on LinkedIn. I'm at Juliana Jackson, or they can, uh, you know, if they want to learn more about this, they can go to academy.omnicomber.com. There's a customer value optimization course that I'm doing with Bob Moesta, with Carl Gillis, with, uh, uh, actually with uh, Julia Watley from Gorgeous. You probably know her. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have uh, Chase Demond. I have uh, Val Gilzer from Clavio. Like we're doing this course and we're touch- talking about acquisition and email marketing and qualitative analysis, customer support, segmentation, loyalty, cohort analysis, jobs to be done, e-commerce growth. Go to academy.omnicomber.com. Sign up for that early bird, and you can learn from a lot of cool, amazing people in this industry that we're so lucky to have in this course. Awesome. Sounds good, Juliana. We'll see everyone back here in the garage tomorrow. We'll see you on your podcast or hear you. Thanks so much for swinging by. And don't forget, if you got value out of this, let me know by leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. That's the fastest way to grow. And check out our sponsors, Shogun, OmniSend. If you do, make sure you reference that you heard them on Pit Stop. See you later. Steel switched to OmniSend and immediately saw a lift in revenue. They started automating their welcome series, card abandonment series, and their post-purchase messaging. Just like Baking Steel is the perfect upgrade for your kitchen, OmniSend is the perfect upgrade for your Shopify store's marketing automation. 70,000 customers from home and kitchen brands to consumables and everything in between trust OmniSend. If you're not using a marketing automation platform that connects directly with Shopify, what are you waiting for? Don't leave revenue on the table this BFCM. Triple Will is doing some amazing things nowadays. They're developing just a huge range of tools to help your brand stay informed and scale. And Whale Mail is where you can get all these details. So head over to triplewill.com and sign up today.